Hey, chaps. Exciting day in my life. We had our uh, our local beekeeper drop by this morning and uh, drop off our uh, five-frame nucleus with a queen and a bunch of bees, buzzing bees. It was quite a surreal moment being in a bee suit as you opened up the box and like the, the swarm like came out and like you're in the sound and it's like, whoa, this is amazing. It's pretty surreal. So I got that all set up and um, yeah, it's, it's really great. I'm not, I'm not to the point of like extreme confidence uh, to where I can uh, go and uh, move the bees with no, no gloves on or anything. I still suit up and, and all of that and I probably will for a, a while yet. But it's just so wonderful to watch watch these uh, little creations just doing their thing. It's it's phenomenal. Learning a lot about it. Nazis want only one thing: to keep their bees in peace. Amish man, Amish. Oh yeah, sorry, Amish only want one thing. Like I say, overlap. You 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 would put an eagle on an Amish guy's plain clothes, and you've got an SS officer. I mean, guys, who 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 could tell? So really exciting. And it just got me thinking today, this whole thing of EarthX, you know, we, we spoke a, a while back on, on EarthX, on not checking out of creation, not checking out of this world for some fantasy, for some uh, political, uh, uh, conceptual, global thing that takes you out of your local area, that takes you away from your actual scale of authority that you have on the world. And so today I wanted to take that, that, that EarthX principle of there's no escape this is where this is where we make our life this is what our our mandate is our dominion mandate is for the earth and the way we do that is through our body you know our bodies are our earthly um tent there are earthly hardware you know once your body dies uh, your time on earth is done your your calling is done you know a lot of guys are like Oh, we don't know when Jesus is coming back. Like this could be the last generation. It's like, it's your last generation. It's your last. This is all we have uh, on, on this earth is, is once our body is done, we're, we slip into eternity, which is wonderful to live as Christ, to die is gain. You know, we, we, we shouldn't fear death. That being said, we don't waste life. So don't fear death. Don't waste life. And so our bodies are the hardware for our life. A lot of guys, you know, you look at the church, we, we even struggle with this going to, you know, going to church groups, you know, you go and, and you eat all sorts of, of poisonous crap food. And, you know, most of it comes down to either uh, ease or, or convenience or bad boundaries. You know, you're not willing to cause a stir. So just eat the food or whatever. And it's like, it leads to tons of Christians being obese. You know, we're no different to the culture. We're supposed to be a peculiar people. And like allegedly something like one in two Americans, half of Americans are overweight. And, you know, oh, there's a distinction between overweight and obese. And it's like, fine, you know, one third of Americans are obese, but it's like overweight is not good. You know, Why? It's not, it's not a, a mean thing. It's not, oh, Scott, you're mean to overweight people. You're making me feel condemned or you're condemning me. It's like, no, no, no. I love you, brother. Jesus loves you. You can go to heaven at 600 pounds. You're going to go there a lot quicker. You're going you're gonna to waste the life that God gave you on this earth. You're going to dishonor 
the calling, the, the, the talent that he put on you to carry out. To carry something requires strength, right? It requires energy, requires endurance. And a lot of that is bodily. A lot of that is physical, right? A lot of men, if they don't falter spiritually or emotionally, they'll falter physically, right? We are to have an incredible hardware that sets us apart from clown world. We're not supposed to look like clowns. Clowns used to be paint your face, put on a wig, wear a jumpsuit, and blow up balloons. Now it's blow up like a balloon, dress badly, smell bad, and be unkept. And it's like we are we are the image of God. And we have a a opportunity, just a, a short 30, 60, 90, 120 years, whatever your days are. The Bible says uh, the days of a man's life are 80 years or somewhere else it says of Moses, 120 years, right? So biblically, we have a mandate to live to 80 or 120 years. Whether we do stuff to steward that and take responsibility for that is on to us, right? So God has given us the ability to live to 80 or 120 years at full high energy, full hardware, full mission ability. You know, you look at a guy like Donald, crushing into his 80s. It's like, I mean, he's he's a bit overweight now and I mean, he eats like crap. What I'm saying is his life force, right? His purpose. He's got purpose into his 80s. His mind is all there. His, his, his spirit and his soul are not impeded by his body, right? A lot of dudes, a lot of men, you know, they get to 80 and they're, and they're sitting in a, a wheelchair watching TV. Can't get up. They're on 20 different drugs. You know, they're, they're, they're in a stupor waiting to die. And they don't want to die, so they, they extend this period of, of invalid, of being an invalid for 10, 20, 30 years, uh, bankrupting their, their children or you know, whatever the case is to, to pay for, for amnesia, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Alzheimer's care, you know? So I'm, I'm not angry at, I'm not angry at you if you're overweight. I'm not angry at you if you're on 20 different meds. I'm not angry at you if you're, you know, like that. Take that away. I'm angry at clown world who have come in to try and destroy the image of God, which is you and me. We are the image of God. And we have a calling from God, a mandate, a talent that we are to go and give with full power, full energy, high energy. DBG, welcome, brother. Rob, master your body, the composition of your body. Yeah, we have a composer. He composed us. It is the first domain others will notice about you. Very good, brother. You know, and that's it. It's it's to bring glory to God. You know, so I love I love all the bra, the sun bra, and meat bra, and walk ten miles with raw egg yolk bra. Like I'm never going to be that guy. I'm I don't have a rippling six pack. I don't. You know, I trained to be to try and become a professional rugby player. Like I was in the shape of my life. When I was 18, 19, 20 years old, I, I I was training to the schedule of a professional athlete. Is that re- reasonable for, for the everyday man who's busy crashing in his domain? No. It's just we make decisions that are going to carry your mission. You know, so if your mission is to become a professional athlete, yeah, you have to do that. And then don't complain when you don't make the cut because you haven't put in the work to make your hardware do the thing at the highest level. So take that to your domain. You know, you look at all these obese uh, pastors, you look at all these obese politicians, and it's like, dude, like who's that New Jersey, uh, that New Jersey 
guy who's just absolutely huge. And it's like, dude, no one can take you seriously. And, you know, how, how can you carry out your mission, your God-given mission, when people are disgusted by you? And that's, again, not in a condemning way, not in an ugly way. It's you are dishonoring yourself. And so don't, don't be a victim when you dishonor others by your own, your own lack of care, stewardship for your creation. So anyway, what I say is this. Don't, you don't have to be a pro athlete. You don't have to be a raw egg bra. You don't have to be a soul bra. You know, 12 hours a day on the beaches of San Diego as my 10,000 Twitter followers pay for my sweet life. Like, you don't have to do that. You know, you might, you might live in freaking Canada where you see the sun four hours a day. The point is this. What can we control? What are the controllables? And so I really wanted to, to, to go on to this. Sleep, right, is a huge thing for us. A lot of us don't sleep. You know, we've been memed into oh, four hours a night, brother. And I'm sure, you know, if you've got family or you've got business stuff, responsibilities, yeah. But it's an important part of your life. It's an important thing to, to carve out priority time for. You should be getting deep sleep. You should be getting good regeneration of your, your mind, your body through sleep. You know, sort out uh, the darkness of your room, the coolness of your room. Uh, your mattress and pillow and and linen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Again, it doesn't have to be like, oh, go spend five. Must be nice to go spend five thousand bucks on a new mattress. It's like, no, no, no. You know, we've got had the same mattress for five years. We like it. We sleep nicely on it. It works. If it doesn't work for you, like if you're waking up with a dead shoulder, everyone, go to the chiropractor. Go sort it out. It's probably your your pillow or your mattress. Like, sort something out. Don't just live with your hardware flaking out. Rob, Alzheimer's is now being called type 3 diabetes. Diabetes. Longevity is part of our mission to our family. So that's so good, bro. You know, that is it. You know, my dad passed away when I was 15. You know, so I was robbed by the clowns uh, and by my dad's poor life choices. But I was robbed of, you know, he if he could live to 80 years, I was robbed of he was 15, 16, 17, 18 years away from 80. So I was robbed of 18 years uh, of my father's life uh, that I could have had his wisdom, his, his relationships, his uh, encouragement, uh, his discipleship, et cetera, et cetera. It's a total ministry to your family. You know, if you, it's been great, you know, all my wife, like I said, she's been hitting hard on this thing of, of encouraging girls not to go to college. So all the re the feminist girls, it's like, well, those three degrees aren't serving you very well because you do not know about life insurance. It's this, fangly new sparkly thing where if your man dies you get money and no it's not very expensive it's very affordable you know it's like it's hilarious but all of this being said don't die on your wife don't die on your children uh before your time you know before you've given your gift to them before you've created a legacy and and uh value uh for them that you that you see them going into you know, a lot of guys, we, we don't have a plan for our the people around us of like, what do I want to achieve from the people around me? You know, this is probably part of the hardware thing. Again, whose hardware are you allowing affect your hardware? And it's like life is, you only get one go at this thing. You know, don't ruin your own hardware and don't live around or carry people who aren't looking after their hardware, who are, are de-energizing your hardware. Rob, you can't outrun your fork. There is a discipline required for eating in this age of abundance. Yeah. And so that's it. You know, a lot of this, 
a lot, you know, we've tried a ton of different things and, and whatnot. And it's like, I think a lot of things just come down to faith. What have you got faith for? Uh, and, and try things that work, you know, try things like even myself the, the other day, like this weekend had, I think I had my first beer in like seven months. I've been staying away from beer until I can brew my own, uh, because of the, the mythology of estrogen and, uh, and all of that. However, I was like, this would be a great weekend to have some beer. So I had a bunch of beers and it's like looking, looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I should work out hard this week, <laughs> you know? And it's like, be wise about what you're doing. If you're eating a ton of carbs, eating a ton of sugars, eating a ton of uh, just things that are like not wise. You know, I love bread. I absolutely love bread. It's like eating two, three loaves of bread and five donuts a day. It's like, I am not in control of my appetite. I'm not in control of my, of my desires, you know, and we're, our, our spirit needs to dominate our soul and our body, discipline our desires. It's like, yes, you can have bread, you can have pizza, you can have donuts, you can have all of that. It's wonderful. Not every day or not 20 a day. Like, or if we're going to have it, then we're going to go in and hit the, hit the weights pretty hard. It's all about just being super honest about our life of like, man, our life matters. Our physical hardware matters to our mission. You know, and it matters to our family. It matters to our tribe. You know, if you have a super skillful warrior, you know, if you're thinking primal tribal warfare and he goes out and gets slammed drunk and then goes and walks off a cliff and dies, it's like, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, he didn't harm anyone else. It's like, no, we just lost one of our best guys through idiocy. And a lot of guys don't see it, but this is what's happening right now. We are in a tribal conflict. We're in a tribal war. We need as many men as possible. We need as many skillful, strong, able, high energy, strong men as possible. We don't want guys just blowing their life. And then, you know, why do so many guys feel depressed? Why do so many guys feel nihilistic and have despair? It's because we're literally like, you know, we're drinking corn syrup. We're drinking soy. We're drinking estrogen turning the freaking frogs gay. And it's like, we're pumping ourselves full of environmental chemicals. You know, they're, they're spraying Roundup. They're spraying uh, Ezra, something around some, there's a name for it. I'll read it out over here. But they're spraying all these crazy chemicals all around us. Atrazine, I think is what it is called. Yeah, atrazine. It's a common agricultural chemical. And so like we, we're ingesting all of these, these chemicals, right? Then we go and we sit in a cubicle or we sit um, on our phones or watching TV. And, you know, we're just so, we're just shutting down our creation. We're just polluting our creation, polluting, 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 you know? And, and we were just chatting on Twitter today about uh, pharmacaea, you know, guys who are like, oh, bloody gemstones are Satan and yoga is Satan while he's like 600 pounds and taking four different uh, pharmaceutical witch doctor uh, prescriptions, you know, and it's, it's all treating him for ailments uh, that are a result of his own bad decisions and choices. You know, and it's like, guys, come on, like we've got to get this right. We've, how do we be a peculiar people? The first, the easiest way is health. The easiest way to set ourselves apart from clown world is to kill the inner clown and become a legend in our health. And what does it mean to become a legend? It doesn't mean become Arnold Schwarzenegger, raw egg bra. You can, that's great, that's fun. It just means don't look like the majority of the people around you. 
And then with um, with that as well, water, like I highly recommend like getting a Berkey filter or some form of filter and filtering your water, right? A lot of guys drink um, bottled water instead of, of the tap water. But now they're doing all these studies on microplastics and and all of all of the crap shenanigans that bottled water companies uh, run. So I think it's just a really good idea to get yourself an in-home filtration system and figure that out. But there's a significant percentage of bass in American waterways that are androgynous due to chemical m- mutation in the water, you know, runoffs into the water and all this kind of stuff. And then obviously all the women and their birth control into the sewage system, which is then of course back into our water, uh, water system. So that's pretty fun. Filter your water, <laughs> catch rainwater, whatever it is. It's like, uh, Scott, this is bloody ridiculous. I'm just going to carry on sipping my corn syrup. And it's just like, you know, do do what you will. Rob, porn, junk food, etc. create a guilt-fueled negative feedback loop. You know, guilt is a huge thing. You know, when we feel crap and we, we're like, ah, oh, no, I should have eaten raw egg and not this huge maca frappe caramel macchia latte frozen huge thing of 28,000 calories. I feel crap. When you start improving yourself, you create a positive feedback loop. Losing weight, getting gains makes you want to work harder. Yeah, and seeing other guys. You know, it's really cool to see other guys who are strong, fit, confident, missional, purposeful, wealthy, right? Because then you look at them, you get around them, you get around their energy and you're like, I want this, you know? You get around a guy who's fit and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go back and hit the barbells a little bit, you know? You, you get encouraged. You get pumped when you see guys who are not, they're not obeying clown world. They're not subjugated in this simple area that we control it's it's an area we control and then the second thing i want to really go into here is land land is our stewardship we are to steward creation the garden of eden was to be extended over the whole earth we on our own scale have our own garden of eden we are an adam working our own environment our own uh place that we live in whether you're renting a house owning a house whether you rent business own business whether you uh, you know, wherever you have authority over place wise, how do we create a place that is again, honoring of God in the hardware, right? In the environment. So if you look at, if you look at a Walmart strip mall, urban squalor, modern commercial squalor, McMansion suburban sprawl, it's like, it kind of depresses you. It's kind of heartbreaking. It's kind of like, this is, this is terrible, but you go to like, Budapest or Paris or uh, or all the or the hallmark trope, you know, in in New England, where there's these old beautiful towns, beauty, right? They've built beauty into the land, beauty into their businesses, beauty into their homes, and people are like, oh, Paris is magical. Well, not anymore because of Inshallah, but like Budapest is magic, Rome is amazing, and it's like, why? You experienced beauty for the first time in your life. You know, a lot of guys are like, oh, get out of the cities because they destroy your soul. And it's like, yeah, American cities destroy your soul. But like if you live in Rome, if you live in Venice, if you live in in Prague, like there is beauty built into uh, what we can't understand because ours are just modern commercial squalor sprawl of strip malls and McMansions and, and just brutalist architecture why is it brutalist because it brutalizes your soul you know so one of the 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 ways we can really act out on this is 
how can we bring beauty to our little piece of land that we have authority over? And it's like beauty ministers, you know, plant flowers, plant trees, have green spaces, nature, right? We want, we want nature or we want beauty or the holy beauty and nature together. How can we do that in our own house? You know, can you start bringing um, plants into your house? You know, like my wife has tons of little like pot plants and, and beautiful little house plants all around the house. And it's like, okay, we're bringing nature into our environment. You know, we have art, we have pieces of art. And what are most of the art pieces of? Creation, nature, you know. Um, art is, it's to inspire beauty, inspire uh, energy, because you're you're creating a visual beauty right that's what we want is beauty you know your 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 average office is like neon white lighting and you know the ugliest 1980s carpet and you know it's just depressing because it's like there's no beauty here you know we're being shown our true it's like it's all it's utility everything is just utility it's like oh you need a church throw up a vinyl siding monstrosity with a 28,000 square foot, uh, you know, just empty box uh, with a huge ass car park. And it's like, can we plant some trees at least? It's like, God, help us. So I really wanted to, to hit hard on that of like beauty is good, you know, whether it's of our own body, whether it's of the places around us, we should be known as a peculiar people, known for our beauty, known for our attraction, our atmosphere, known for our energy, you know, because why? Because we have this mandate by God to bring heaven to earth, to disciple the nations, to steward creation, you know, to, to extend Eden, peace, prosperity, beauty over our people and our place. You know, and that's one of the things that like depresses me when I go to the local auction is like, okay, Lord, these are my people. But it's like, it's what Moses, I'm sure, must have felt over the Israelites when they were in, in bondage in Egypt. And it's like, God, my people are in bondage. And it's like, to Pharaoh? It's like. No, to Big Pharma and Big Mac. You know, it's like, let my people go. And it's like, unfortunately, you know, I'm not going to call 10 plagues on Walmart and, and McDonald's, inshallah. But it comes down to personal freedom. Like the slaves can go anytime they want. The slave can leave anytime he wants. But when they get into the desert, they're like, oh, it would have been better to die here or it's like, it's better to go back. At least we had food. At least we had Big Macs and Prozacs. KR, welcome, brother. Have to dip, but I sent this and your episode with Khan to a buddy. Oh, thanks, brother. Um, we don't have dip in South Africa. So my first, one of my first rugby matches here in America, you know, I'm coaching and I go meet the other coach and we shake hands. And he's, he, he's got this huge thing in his mouth and he's like, this poor bugger, like, you know, I've never seen this before. So I'm like, this poor bugger, he's got like a growth or a tumor. Like, should I pray for him? Like, you know, like, do I, do I look at it? <laughs> and, um, and about a year, two years go by and we go and play that same team again. And the guy's got his, he's healed. I'm like, whoa, you're healed. And then I realized like, oh, it was dip. <laughs> the dude had a huge thing of dip. So it's just hilarious. But that's it. You know, it's not, chaps, this is not a fatwa against tobacco and alcohol and pizza. I'm a man of exquisite enjoyment of the finer things of cuisine. It's a realizing of 
what are we doing with our hardware? Is it serving our mission? Is it wise? Everything's permissible. Not everything is beneficial. So let's let's just get into that mindset of like Earth X, Body X, Land X. This is this is it. This is everything. Rob, I think change that we can see are much easier to rebel against than the invisible prison. That's it, my man. We want to blame everyone else. You know, we want an enemy to fight. And then it's like, well, the enemy is you. You know, it's like, we got to kill these clowns. It's like, first we must kill the inner clown. Kill the clown that is in your heart. You know, it's like, guys don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know, it's far easier to criticize everyone else. It's far easier to complain to everyone else. It's far easier to condemn everyone else. When it's like, oh, so, so are you going to do it? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just making sure, you know, I'm taking the plank out of everybody else's eye because my eyes are sweet. I like this thing in here. Thank you very much. So, yeah, exactly, man. It's, it's this whole thing of we don't want it to be that easy, you know. Vote for the president. He's what it's like. No, no, no. Like you are the president of your life. Like you make you make choices and decisions and executive uh, orders in your own life. You you absolutely ignore whichever clown is in the White House. You absolutely ignore what everyone else thinks is happening. You you go hard at your own White House. You know we should have our own White House. We should have our own staff of of dudes who we're we're doing just king stuff with praise god so that's the other thing there living in nature uh, and experiencing beauty you know i would highly rec recommend you guys as well we went uh, we went hiking on the weekend just our local little park you know went and found a trail went through the trees touched a huge big oak tree and it's just really cool to be in nature even just for half an hour my wife walks the little neighborhood loop every morning and you know we go and we have breakfast out on the on the deck and listen to all the birds chirping and we kind of like look onto like our little trees and hedgerow and our, our garden that we've planted. And man, it does something to your heart. It does something to your, to your spirits to be in nature. You know, my, my old life, you know, it's like I'm living in the 16th floor high rise. I'm staring at a screen all day. Um, the only interaction I have with other people is, is social media. Like don't know why I'm depressed. Don't know why I'm nihilistic and in despair. It's like, it's easy guys. You know, we need to get back. We need to plug back into earth. We need to plug back in, uh, to our own bodies, you know? So it's really awesome. Um, and then beauty, you know, go to beautiful places. You know, is there a beautiful building on your main street? Is there a beautiful, uh, scene that you drive past? Is there a beautiful, uh, you know, can you go there and stand around without a cell phone and just breathe it all in, you know? Something amazing, you know, there, we were driving through, I think we were driving back from our chiropractor appointment in Kentucky this, this one afternoon. And man, it was the most stunning sunset we'd ever seen. And it's like, let's pull off. So we just pulled off on the side of the road of a farm field. And we literally like, we took some photos of each other and, and, you know, some memories. And like, we just sat there and stared at the sunset for like 20 minutes. You know, it's like, man, it does something to your soul. It does something to your spirits to watch the sunrise, watch the sunset. Look at the trees, look at the river, feel the water, you know, touch the tree, plant, plant the vegetable. You know, it's, it's phenomenal. It does something to your, to your, to your spirits of like, life's not that bad. Same with going to the gym. You know, you go to the gym, there's a bunch of bros you can nod your head at, you know, you can do some press 
And man, you feel great. Life is great. You know, uh, same thing with, with experiencing, uh, beauty, you know, experiencing nature, experiencing, uh, a bit of danger even, you know, like I think sports are great. I think going for a fast drive, you know, uh, experiencing heights, like what is a little thrill that you can just put into your life to know that you're alive? Like there's so many just great things to just spark again. And again, getting around confident men, getting around beautiful people, getting around high energy people, you know, it's like life is worth living again. You know, if you're down in the dumps, if you're low energy, get around some high energy guys, not to suck on them and be a victim and be like, Oh, must be nice. Like, no, like get around them and admire them, get around them and bless them. Get around them and be like, one day I'm going to be like this. And then, you know, like your testimony is my testimony. And it's like, I'm taking your testimony for myself. I'm not a victim, but I'm taking your testimony. And it's like, that's what, you know, like, God, you did it for them. You can do it for me. You know, it gets your hopes up. It's great. It's phenomenal. Rebel against your inner clown. So yeah, chaps, just wanted to, to really, uh, just a, a practical one for us tonight, you know, of, enjoy the finer things, you know, and that's it. It's good. Like music, beautiful music, right? Have a beer, listen to some good music, play a board game, watching the sun go down. Like wonderful. Go take a vacation to the seaside, watch the sea, make a fire pit at night, watch the stars. Like these are all wonderful things. Like just start putting little pieces of beauty and, and nature back into your life. And it's like, go hard at the pizza, go hard at, at the booze, go hard at the sugar. That's fine. Just make sure it's serving your mission. It's serving your tribe. You know, there's, there's no harm in just having an absolute feast with a bunch of dudes, but it's like, yeah, it's probably unwise to do it every night. You know, we, we eat. It's a funny thing. Like just thinking about this whole thing of veganism of like, man, veganism is not sustainable. You know, us planting a garden, it's like, uh, I'd be dead by now if I try to eat vegan off my own abilities, you know, but you, you start looking at like the way that dudes harvested meat uh, and made fermented foods and uh, mead and, and beers. And it's like, Oh, this is ancestral eating. These are my ancestors. Like there's a reason they feasted and had amazing, you know, hunts and, and, and just great times with the, the lads over some brews and ciders and things. It's like, yeah, do the same. Just make sure you're serving your mission, serving your tribe. Rob, everybody wants to be a bodybuilder. Don't nobody want to lift no heavy ass weight. Ronald Policeman Coleman, otherwise known as strongest man in the world. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's it. You know, there's a bit of weight that we carry. I, I, I read a great, someone shared a great thing on Twitter the other day. They said, life is hard. There's no getting away from hard. You just have to choose your hard. You know, because a lot of guys, I think that's where a lot of guys get uh, rightly antagonistic towards the prosperity gospel is they think, you know, Oh, Jesus is going to make your life easy. It's like, no, no, no. You can be super mega wealthy, super mega powerful, super, super mega honored. Your life is still going to be hard. You know, so you can, you can be a wealthy man, a blessed man, but life is still going to be hard. Choose your heart, you know? So, so the hardness of fitness or the hardness of being overweight and sick, the hardness of, of being married or the hardness of being divorced. The hardness of uh, of being a, a, a wage slave, or the hardness of building your own economy. Like, choose your heart. You know, there there's seldom any person who has an easy life. You know, you could. My favorite was I didn't watch it. Thank God, 
But my favorite was Harry and Meghan having their cry fest to Oprah of like, oh, we're such little victims. And it's like, everyone has a victim story. Everyone has a sob story. Donald has a sob story. You know, think of the most Chad guy you can think of. They have a sob story. If, if, if you could find it, you know, all of us have pain indescribable in our lives. All of us have a desert, a prison that we are navigating with the Lord. Our role is not to die in public. Our role is not to become a victim in public. Like you can cry to the Lord like, oh God, I'm in the desert. You know, like that's fine. Don't do it in front of your men. Don't do it on social media. Don't do it around your family. Chaps, head up. Encourage yourself in the Lord. I've cried to the Lord. I've shed my tears. You know, you read half of the Psalms on David going, God, what the heck is going on? That's fine. Don't give in to despair. Go hard. Like put up a put up a brave face, right? And then your life goes that way. You know, don't die. In, no one likes a dude who dies in public. Like we don't like victims who are like, <laughs> it's like, no, no. We all like the dude who puts on a brave face. Like, yep, go do my thing, you know? And like, yeah, there's a time where you, where you go through a bunch of crap and, and it's nice to have a brother to, to give you a hug, cry on the shoulder, pat, pat, pat. All right, now let's go hard, you know? But don't do it on social media. I was like, oh. it's like, everyone's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, buddy. We've all got our problems. You know, that's unfortunately Harry and, and Megan with Oprah. It's like, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. You know, you're you're a bit of a you're a bit of a soy boy over here. It's uh, it's not looking good on you. It's not looking good on your tribe. So, praise God, brothers. Life is good. Um, gonna go and and work in the garden and tend to my bees. Very excited about this. I'm gonna uh, attempt to just get closer and closer without a suit on. So. Uh, praise God, they will, I am their king now. So um, very good stuff. And then uh, been, been a really hot couple of days. So the garden is needing some watering and some weeding, been uh, adding to the compost pile. So that's coming along nicely. So uh, yeah, man, life is amazing, chaps. I, I, I pray you have a great evening. Um, and uh, just start thinking about getting high energy. You know, there's a lot of guys just think that that high energy comes by, uh, you know, once I have a mission, I'll have high energy. And, and it, it certainly is. It's part of the cycle. Having a mission, it, it generates energy. You know, it gets you, gets you just going hard for something. At the same time, don't neglect your hardware. You know, your hardware can jumpstart energy. Your mission can jumpstart energy. Your hardware can bring down energy and trap your mission. Your mission, lack of mission, can bring down your hardware and trap your hardware. So let's get both pistons firing together have a hard mission, have a vision, have mates that you're going hard with. You know, like I was just chatting with, with some mates this week and it's like, we don't want to just camp around David. We want to go and do projects together, right? That gets you energized. You're living for something. You're not just waking up and watching TV. You're not just waking up and going to a, a job. You're not just waking up and coming back and watching TV. It's like, no, we've got some cool things. Like we don't know how it'll turn out. This is exciting. You know, that's, that's great. You know, at the same time, let's go, let's go lift some weights. Let's go get some sunshine. Let's go walk in nature. Let's go swim. Let's go watch a concert, you know? So happy warriors, chaps, happy warriors. We don't want to be sour, low energy victim boys. You know, we want to be happy Chad kinks, just absolute based department specimens.
Love you, boys.